Welcome back into the mental game. I am Brandon Seho, and this is episode number two of the off-season edition. I'm calling Seho Stories, and today I'm going to talk about relationships, being single, and how that all fuels into depression and mental health. But before I get into that, I just want to give you guys a behind-the-scenes of what's happening right now. So as we speak, I am emailing back and forth with different athletes, celebrities, their managers, publicists, and trying to set up all these different shoots through the months of March, April, and May. Season 2 of The Mental Game will debut May 2nd. We're keeping it Tuesday nights for Season 2, so it'll be just the same as it was the first 15 episodes. But I'll give you a hint for the first episode that we are shooting, which is this week. It will be shot in Athens, Ohio. That is all I will say about that. But the first episode we are shooting of Season 2 will be shot this week in Athens, Ohio. Now to this off-season topic that I wanted to talk about here on The Mental Game. What it's like to be single and deal with depression and mental health. You know, I've been single for majority of my life. And for those of you that have been in relationships since high school or college, you might not really understand why someone like me struggles with being single so much. But think about it. How awesome is it to be able to go through life with your best friend, with your partner, go to weddings, get married, number one, but go to weddings, go on vacations, just be able to spend time each and every night on the couch watching Netflix or cooking dinner together. That's something that I haven't really ever experienced. Now, look, I've been in a couple serious relationships, but I can't really say that I've been in the one. There might have been a relationship that I thought I was going to marry my girlfriend at the time, but things didn't work out and you just have to move on. But the truth is, majority of my life, I've been single. And for people that can understand what that's like, it sucks to a degree because I'm assuming if you're single and you're watching this or listening to it, you want to find that significant other, the, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, whatever it is, to enjoy life with and to have that best friend. And maybe you've been teased some where you've had a serious relationship or a couple serious relationships where you thought you met the one who was your best friend and you were going to get married and then it falls through or maybe you're divorced or your relationship was broken up by your significant other and it just didn't work out and you're back to what I call square one. Well, to put it just bluntly, it sucks. And I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling where you just are alone and you hope that one day you'll be able to come home to someone and there'll be someone there to ask you how your day went, to talk about the good and the bad at work or how you're feeling that night or wants to crack a beer on the couch or a glass of wine and and, and just unwind for the day and watch TV, watch a movie, listen to music. Just It's hard to describe when you've been single majority of your life what it's like to be alone like that. I mean, it is one of those feelings that every time I go out and I'm the third or fifth wheel, it hits you. You look around and there's all these happy couples and you're wondering, when's it going to be my turn? And that's a hard thing to deal with not just for a short amount of time, but 
for majority of your adult life. You know, my best friend and, and his wife met each other in high school and they've been happily ever after ever since. And I love them both so much. But for me, it's also hard because one, I'm seeing everything that I've ever wanted right next to me. And then two, I have to see it almost every week. It, it's it beats you down sometimes because you just ask yourself why why can't I have that? And that was a question that I've struggled with for a long, long time. And it took until I was in a toxic relationship and I had a very, very tough breakup where I was depressed and suicidal and and just didn't really see how I was ever going to get away from that feeling of being alone. And then I got help and I went to therapy and I checked myself into a mental health hospital and realized, you know, you can be happy loving yourself. Now there's no question. I still want to find that woman out there that can be my best friend and I can go to sports and games with and, and have fun with and go to the bar with and dance with and watch movies with and just cook dinner with and everything, you know? I, I miss the simple things of a relationship. Hearing good morning or getting that text message that just makes you smile when you're having a shitty day. There's things that that you deal with and you miss a lot when you've been in a serious relationship and then you're single for a long period of time. Um, but you also learn stuff. You learn, like I said, how to love yourself, how to move on without that person and to focus on you and better yourself and make yourself happy, whether it be working out or working harder at your career or just learning to, to, to live a happier life and not be so dependent on somebody else. That was one of my problems is my happiness was dependent on that significant other. And look, I probably am going to be a happier, better version of myself when I finally do meet someone that I'm going to marry and spend the rest of my life with. And, and they are that best friend that I've always wanted. But until then, you just got to have tunnel vision and focus on you. I wake up every day and I'm excited to, to work on my podcasts, to go work out, to hopefully help people and and do everything I can to stop, you know, any mental illness, depression, suicidal thoughts that people are struggling with that I struggled with. But I'll be honest, you know, it, it sucks when you go to the bar and you're sitting there having dinner by yourself, and you've been doing that, um, you've been doing that for ten years, and you don't have the confidence to go up and ask a beautiful woman at the bar to go buy a drink or you're too scared of rejection or you see a couple that, that's happy across the bar or at the same restaurant as you when you're there by yourself and you're like, fuck, man, I wish that was me. Like, what do I have to do to get that happy relationship? And when you have those feelings, it's hard for me to be a third wheel or a fifth wheel on a night out. Or go to a wedding because every time I'm at a wedding and I see the couple exchanging vows, I think, am I ever going to get to do this? 
will I ever get to have that magical wedding night and marry the love of my life? Because I'm almost 30 and I'm nowhere close to that happening. It's hard to get those thoughts out of your mind and, and that's something that really, really, really hurt my mental health and caused a lot of my depression because there was two relationships where I thought I, I could marry this person and they were my best friend. And really one where I thought, you know, she was the one, this was it. And when those things fall through, your whole world crashes. And I just couldn't get back up. And that's okay. You can be down. We're supposed to have emotions and be sad, but it's it's how you get back on the horse and figure out a way to power through and fight through those feelings and like I said, love yourself. And that's such a cliche thing to say, but once you experience it, you know, I, I remember for three or four months being super depressed about my relationship ending and being suicidal and and not being able to deal with that feeling of being alone again because it just sucks so much. But once I went to therapy and got the help I needed and figured out how to move on and, and love myself and put what was in the past in the past and, and think about the red flags and, and the things that weren't great about that relationship, you can really find a way to move on and there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Now I hope there's still more light at the end of the tunnel where I meet someone that just takes my breath away and that I can have that perfect love with that I'm dreaming of and have been since you know I was a kid. But you can't just let it dictate every thought of every day. And that was me, you know. I I don't really date anymore. I don't go on dates. I I don't have dating apps. I'm not really interested in that. Um, you know, I still want to find that person, but I just, I, I, I can't, I can't put the energy into, into trying that right now because I'm so focused on bettering myself and working out, going to the gym, uh, working on the podcast, booking these great guests, trying to figure out a way to, to give back and just focus on me. And everyone's told me my whole life, the right person will come along when you just focus on yourself and worry about what you can control. And for once, I'm going to trust that process and hope for the best. So if there's anyone out there that's struggled like me and you're tired of going and having dinner or drinks by yourself or you're tired of sitting on the couch at night, every single night coming home and you're alone and you have that feeling of, of having no one, it does get better. And I, I truly believe that Everything happens for a reason, and you're going to be able to find that person one day, or they're going to find you. You know, my parents got divorced when I was 12, and I say all the time, I have no effing clue how they were ever married. <laughs> and I mean that with all the respect to my mom and dad, but they are so opposite. I don't know how, how it worked, but they got divorced, and they both found people that fit them perfectly. And so... I try to remember that when I have my own relationship struggles that that person's going to come along. I can't focus on the negativity of being single. I got to just focus on me and 
hope that hope that and know that that time's going to come uh when 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 it needs to happen but i'm uh i'm just like everyone else i'm pushing for it you know if i met the love of my life tomorrow i'd be super happy and we'll run off and get married <laughs> just kidding but that's just my advice on relationships like i said these seho stories are kind of where i'm going to take my depression and anxiety filled um, parts about my life and try to give some type of advice at how I got through them and maybe it can help one of you, a dozen of you, none of you. I just maybe I'm talking to the wall or talking to the camera, talking to the mic, not not helping anyone, but talking about stuff does help. And if you need help with your mental health, please, like I always say, go do something. Talk to someone, talk to your family member, your friend, go to therapy if you need to or get more help if it's necessary at this time. But I just want to thank everyone for, for sticking with us during the offseason. I promise you we're going to have some big guests. We're going to have some some NFL stars. I'm hoping to get a couple big musicians on the podcast this season. We'll have some Cincinnati ties since I'm from Cincinnati. But I'm doing the best I can to help break the stigma and start these conversations, taking these conversations to a new level. So we'll see everybody back here next week. For another edition of the Say Ho Stories. I don't know what the topic's going to be just yet. First episode was about alcohol and depression. This was about being single, relationships, and your mental health. We'll have something new next week right back here on The Mental Game. (laughs) 